You're listening to the Lounge Talk Podcast with your girl and Carter, DJL Boogie. And finally, my brothers are back in the building who I felt like yeah. had abandoned me or something for a minute. No, and, and 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 that would be, who is this to the left of me? Christopher Terrell. Oh, and Crafty Man is in the building. We're going to have to give Crafty Man the mic in a minute. And we have... He he's still smoking. So that's okay. Uh, when he's done, maybe El Boogie exactly. will let him have a microphone until then. I, nope. Put it out, Julian, so you can get on the microphone. And no. who is our other brother that we have in the yeah, building? Why don't say, you go ahead and introduce talking? yourself over Some here to the right of me? Yeah. What is your name, My sir? My name is Anthony Anthony Dean. Oh, Anthony geez. Dean, aka Aunt <laughs> Dean. That's not what we call him. Thank you. Please believe me. Yeah, that's not what we call him. That's Aunt Dean. So, all of these brothers have been brothers since what? What grade? How long have you guys known each other? Like ten, High school, 10th grade. 10th grade. Yeah. 10th grade. Valley High. I know that I have heard some stories <laughs> from y'all. I didn't forgot some stories. We're going to share. I want y'all to share to. some of them stories <laughs> now. Well, he's here, so he got For the people, he, because he, Anthony be pulling some Anthony, stories out. Don't tattletale, Ant. <laughs> no. I mean, no, it's all good, because <laughs> it's educational and informational. <laughs> It's too late, baby. Now it's too late. <laughs> so, Aunt DZ, well, first of all, how are you guys doing this evening? How are you feeling? I'm a little sleepy, but you you're know, sleepy. I'm good. Always sleepy. I'm we got some sativa for that, but you know, <laughs> I can always just use a nap. I'm just one of those guys. You like, know, I love mm, a good nap. Right, a good nap. That, you don't take naps. No, I don't. But. I do. I think about it. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. do? Ooh. Why are you talking about taking naps Turo. and you don't take them? I take naps. I take two hour naps. I remember that one. I, oh, uh, a couple days <laughs> Who's ago. Whose phone? You didn't turn your phone. Oh no, that was yesterday. On airplane mode. Mm. Airplane mode. Is that my phone? That is your phone. You He's know like, that's uh, your phone. I'm gonna take oh, a nap. Lord. Oh. Who's calling it? Nobody. No, I'm not nobody. gonna answer. Nobody. <laughs> Who, Nobody. Who is that calling you? Nobody. Nobody. Shoot. Trying to see what you do. No, it's somebody, but you know, right now we're on the mic, so it's okay. nobody. So call them back. No. How, so, so, Christopher Terrell, how was your day today? My day was good. Uh, I've been putting together stuff for this album. All right. So we're good. And on real talk, <laughs> I got another job coming. So. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Starving artist still working. Yes. Keeping it real. That's what's up. Yep. Crafty what about man, you, what man? you over there talking about? He ain't talking about nothing. He just pointing. Oh, he he put <sighs> out. He can get a microphone. Oh, he wants oh, we'll a get a microphone. microphone. Oh, you. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, anyway. Does he want my microphone? I don't know. No, I don't no, no, no. Don't. That's how okay, deaf people anyways. talk. I, I don't know what anyways. you're talking about. <laughs> so that, that's, that's great. Christopher Terrell, he got another job lined up. Exactly. And DZ, I heard you've been flipping cars and flipping stuff. Flipping cars, making music, flipping cars. What else am I doing? Shoot. You got to look. I'm from Detroit, so like Detroit people, they just hustle. That's what it <laughs> yes, is. That's, that's all that's it's about. That's what I had heard. So he got seven jobs. Job. Seven Man. jobs. <laughs> Detroit. I do like medical staffing. So if you're a nurse, 
CNA, mm-hmm. LVN. Staff, what kind of staff are you doing? You can holler at me. Oh, man. I'm I perfect job. I get to interview nurses all day. Ah, I love it. Guy. Tuesday through Thursday. Ugh. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. That's all I do. I you do. get special care? Wednesday. No, Wednesday and Thursday. Special Tuesday, needs? Tuesday, I just talk on the phone. But, That's yeah. it? And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. So I got this medical staff. Then, mm. I, then I do the thing that, you know, the little Indian food thing. And then... Flipping. What do you do? What do you do with the Indian food? I, I do it too. I do it too. Oh, I did it at the oh you mean the sample? Yeah, the demos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the demos. Branding ambassador. So you know the the that, word that, about that, it is that's the, that's you know, the title. Branding ambassador. We all have our okay. just keep okay. yeah, yeah keep hustling everybody. You know yeah just keep it on the grind. Keep I'm doing. I'm telling you, if you guys didn't already listen to episode number twenty eight, money moves. Please listen to that. Oh, you got to go back to that. Go back to that Very and listen to that to be money does move. You know, she make me want to watch my pocket. Yeah, shout out. To Darlene to Ruiz, girl. Thank I you love for the You're money. The best. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm gonna invest. I promise. She's great. No, yes. I, I ended up meeting with her again mm-hmm. afterwards. So she came by last night, and we were just going over a bunch of stuff, like just to plan mm-hmm. for our future. Everything that we weren't taught in school, our parents right. and grandparents weren't taught in school mm-hmm. about how to invest. And flip our money, and and just you know, when mm. we get to retirement age, that we're we're set, not just set, but we're we're good, and our kids right. are gonna be good because yeah, we'll I'm have everything lined something. up for for them too. <laughs> right. And like, it's not too late to start now if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. But she was just showing me a lot of different. A lot of different things about, you know, she talked about the rule of 72 and taught me what that was. And that's basically how quick Mm. you can um, double your money through compound interest based on what the interest rate is of the financial vehicle that you put your money in. And she showed me, you know, some different options for me to put some money in. And basically what we came up with was something that will have me doubling my money within five years. Mm. on average mm-hmm. and that's something that where she's putting her money too so i'm just like excited to to start doing it and sharing it with people mm-hmm. is it like an ira or, or, no there's mm-hmm. some um different annuities and oh okay yeah a few, few different things that she showed me so uh Sweet. yeah she yeah. knows a lot Good about stuff. investing and stuff oh yeah and then we got on and, and skyped well actually zoomed with with her boss Who's only twenty seven years old and oh, wow. owns like five properties? Like goes mm-hmm. they they request her to go all over and and speak like TED talks and do all these different things. Like mm-hmm. she's she's doing seminars. She's yeah because mm-hmm. that she's that good mm-hmm. and she's the one that's gonna actually look over like through all these different you know things to find out where the mm-hmm. best place will be for me to put money to to grow it the fastest get the highest return. You invest so, in the future. So, uh, good stuff. Good Not stuff. Go back now. And, go back and listen to episode number twenty-eight. Money moves. Yep. Yeah, and and get inspired and learn some things. Say it's money. So, anyways, mm-hmm. Aunt Deezy. So you've been over at my daughter Cassandra's house <laughs> with, Bo- uh, with the Bosley. Bosley. Oh, watching Bosley. Dogs. I don't know what that's about. Babysitting dogs. No, I'm sure I he's love easy. Dogs. You've never had an animal in your life. I have. I had a dog named Saber when yeah, I was Saber. when you were what? Like nine yeah, thank I do, but I love uh, animal. Animals love me too. I don't know what it oh, is. Oh shoot, they love me too, but I don't own one. I had a dog named Trixie. Mm. Well, it was my mom's dog, but she hated me when I 
came around. Apparently, she was jealous of me when I was born. Who named Scratched the dog? Scratched me on my nose. Did you name the dog? Trixie? No, I didn't name it. The dog was around before me. I don't know if my mom or my Trixie. sister That's um, like Sugar Avery. named Trixie. <laughs> Sugar Avery. <laughs> sister, you've been on my mind. Oh. <laughs> you stupid. That girl. Trixie. So, how's it been watching Bosley? Is Bosley miss his family, waiting for them to no, come No, he out? does. He makes weird noises and stuff. Oh, he starts he crying yeah, and whining. Oh. And I'll be like, what's wrong? <laughs> I'll be like, Bosley, I gave you your pill. And I animals mean, like him, on? huh? They cry on your shoulder. Huh? Oh, you know, that that dog, it doesn't matter who's there with him. He's going to whine for his family. Yeah, you're right about he that. Is. He's going to whine. You know, I've never been into pets like that, though, because they're a lot of work. Yeah. It's like having another child. Like, when my mm-hmm. sister brings little Gia over here, like, that is her little daughter. Bosley stayed with y'all, too. Was that Bosley great? was here with us for about five <laughs> months. You know what? He liked chilling in here in the studio with Lance and right outside that door. Hot boxing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He was like, oh, I know where the real party is at. Let me go out here. Eating Alpo or whatever that is. No, Mm -hmm. shoot. He went back and tore that up later on after he got high. Right, right. And he came out here and he was chilling. Mm -hmm. Nah, he's a a good, he's a good dog. He's a good dog. Your daughter has a nosy next door neighbor, though. She asked me where I was last night. What, the Asian lady? Yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa. She asked you where you went last night when you left? She was like, you know, I was up at 1030 and I didn't see your car. What? First like, of all, I was like, neighborhood wise, <laughs> and, and had no problem with telling you that either. Why was she asking you? At? She was like, I didn't see your car. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for you. What'd you oh, say to her? Where is just he? Like, oh, I was like, that's strange. I was like, I was just over was here at her mom's house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when Cassandra and Bryce get back, she gonna be. Like, he was never he was there. Not here. Yeah, he was never there. <laughs> <laughs> but Cassandra know what's up. I was like, well, you know, I work, wow. so I work, and then uh, you know, I got podcasts. I got places to be. But mm, he's man. all right. Like I left his food out there and his water, and you know. It's good, like a veterinarian. Right, know. right. I like. I love. How that. Are you like a veterinarian I, for leaving a bowl of food? I love. He's doing water. more than that. He's compassionate. He's hugging the dog. I whatnot. love. I love. I do love that. <laughs> like, I, I do. <laughs> uh, uh-uh, that that's that's funny. I'm glad that they they chose you though to watch the house. You know, they must really trust you. They know you're a good dude. You think you're so? You're not gonna have parties mm. over there. I think so. Well, yeah. Well, she was like, she did say, like, if you have company, just make sure they take off their shoes. You know what I'm saying? You're like, I'll probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to have all right, my right, right in your bedroom. That all right my bitches. Bedroom. That wouldn't work for thing. me. <laughs> I'd be, oh no. Uh-uh. I mean, I would take off the shoes, but. Uh, hmm. Yeah. See. <laughs> that dog start whining again. <laughs> He'll be right outside the door. Let me in. He'd be feeling it. He'd be sniffing on the bottom of the <laughs> sniffing the door. Right. Yeah. Uh, 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 I was like, nah, you know. Um, uh-uh. uh, but my boy, but Roger lives right across the street, so I'll be, I'll uh, go over that's there. That's right. Roger does live out the Balladeer. He lives right over there. He lives right across. The, he's, you can walk there in like five minutes. Really? Yeah, he lives. You know, like he lives on the other side, and that's his block, and mm-hmm. he's the corner house too. Oh, okay. So like mm-hmm. you oh, just go funny. directly across that street on Franklin High. So directly, uh, 
Gotcha. So he's directly on the other side of that. Okay. Mm. So shout out to uh, Babyface. I mean Raj. Raj and <laughs> It's the Filipino Babyface making hits. Making man. hits. Oh, Is he man. gonna be having any um, performances or anything coming up? Uh, I don't know. I haven't. I gotta talk. To, but you know, his his son is graduating tomorrow, and oh, that's so right. I don't, I don't think me. he's doing too much. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a restaurant. There's a restaurant in Elk Grove that he does. Oh, like, okay. And it was like an every Friday kind of thing. Oh, he does an acoustic thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then he's just singing. Yeah, he gets up in That's dope, though. Find yeah. out when he's doing that again, because, shoot, I want to. Yeah, no, nah, you guys should actually have him on. I'm going to say, he can come on and yeah. uh, put that, get that acoustic guitar uh, and get the, no, one. no, no. Uh, <laughs> but if you guys want to check, if you guys want to check him out, his website is theguywhosings.com. Uh, theguywhosings.com. The the only guy Why is Crafty sing. Man spilling Course oh, 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 oh. Because he don't know how to drink. I'm so weak. You know what? The only other person I've seen put salt in is my dad. Mm. Like to spark the taste. Well, who brought blood. the salt in here? Let's let's talk about that. You know who what? brought it? Somebody else knows that, something about it. That brew was overflowing El Boogie. like a volcano. That's what it's about. It's like putting baking soda and vinegar together. Oh yeah. A chemical reaction. Uh, doing doing science projects out here. I just Drink stick the damn with my beer. wine. Yeah, yeah see? I know. May. Hey, Trimmy, she got fruit in there. I have. This is Avalon Cabernet 2015. Mm. They, better, Avalon, they better pay you for talking Avalon about that. Cab. You gotta have a. You gotta, I do it all the time. You got a hundred million people. Says right. it every time when I talk Listening. about what I like. Is they paying you for that though? Are they paying you for that? Heck yeah. You know what? I mean, I hear you, but you got the it. world listening, and you're like, "Hey, this is what I'm drinking." What the world <laughs> needs now is some cash, is wine, sweet good cash. wine. <laughs> it's the only thing. It's good. Though. It, it tastes will great. have me feeling fine. <laughs> Anyways, so this is Anthony's first time to the lounge, <laughs> to the. Uh, nah, it's cool. I'm enjoying the lounge, myself. The this lounge is, talk podcast. This is fun. Seeing what we do and how mm. we do. I didn't even pull up any topics or anything like that. I wasn't even it's just a lounge freestyle, uh, man. That's why it's called We're lounge just talk. This is how we talk if we ain't hearing the mic, ain't no. True, and so, that's how the lounge. La- that's the, the concept. Lounge, the lounge talk podcast right. was born. You know what was funny though? Like I. I Ubered home today. That's why when I saw home. you called and I, oh I didn't yeah, answer yeah. you didn't answer my phone. Call. <laughs> I didn't answer the Uber, but it was because I was hella weak and my Uber driver because she was talking to her man. She she's she's a Spanish woman what? and she asked me if it was okay if she answered the phone and I was like, hey, I mean, yeah, I'm tripping. <laughs> so she put him on speakerphone and she's like. Hola, Senor Miguel, and and he said whatever, whatever, <laughs> la, la, la. so I was like, oh, okay, that's her man, or whatever. Why did she start getting on this dude about how he needed to give her some money? I could tell, <laughs> I could, because I could understand some Spanish because my mom spoke Spanish, right? Exactly. And she was up in there talking about necesita dinero, and he's like, siempre necesita dinero, and then like you always need some. She gets the fun stuff. That's never it's happened so, to me they get i get in a car with them they just as quiet man they don't ask about the music they don't they just hey, hey party no. tonight huh you know little stuff like oh that oh my gosh like, yeah, i'd be yeah. having the funniest stuff happen when i uber and mm. live yeah. all the time and she talked in the whole ride home and she started getting on this dude about give me some money give me some money he come off real personal i, I guess i'm too mad when i get in the car 
I'm just serious. No, I just get in there. I don't be saying nothing, and then they just start like, "Oh, how, how's your day? Yeah, they Do feel you work comfortable here? and stuff." And then yeah, <clears throat> that's just what what mm-hmm. goes on. My last Uber driver, her name was Taquisha. She didn't say too much. Taquisha. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm. what's funny is he remembered her name. Tequisha. No, I could, how could you forget it? I know. Hey, Taquisha, thanks for the ride, by the way. If, you li- if you're listening by chance, it's not a diss or anything. But, you know, no. it's just the list on there. Like, mm, Shouts out to Taquisha. Taquisha. And uh, the the two girls that are working, they're like, you ride in the front because we don't know Taquisha, okay? So just you ride. <laughs> <laughs> you talk to Taquisha. Right. And we'll just get home. Yeah. Do you get in the front seat of the Uber? Uh, well, if I'm with, like, you know what's funny about Uber? Like, women are, like, scared to take it by themselves and so like the no nah, you're right because that happened to me too you no, don't take I'm, it with me I was like ah. I'm serious and so then I get in the front I, I'm in the front seat with Tequisha I lived right down the street I didn't really need an Uber because I lived because you know we did, We went to this uh, thing uh, what, what was it The that little it was like a um, it was like a little weed festival like, two weeks ago mm, oh Cal Expo yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gucci man yeah I heard about that you must have went for the performance because you don't smoke uh, I but hey, when, when I but, <laughs> he got high that day, Craig. But, oh yeah, because someone handed me like this peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I was Ooh. like, oh. "Is it cannabis peanut butter?" Oh yeah, it was he cannabis was peanut butter. You know, you got to be careful with the matter. Yeah, I do. Huh. Yeah, I do. But I was cool though. I was just I was cool the whole whole day. Mm. And the thing about that was weird about the concert is like <laughs> everybody was high, so like no one was like cheering. Everybody was just like uh, you know, it just, just sounded like back. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like this in the yeah. audience. You know, they were like, "Well." well Ludacris was like, well, thanks everybody. <laughs> like everyone stuck. Like there was no woo. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody getting crunk. Huh? That was That's like, funny. Yeah, they, they was, and then they were like, yeah, I know y'all stuck. Scoop. <laughs> Luda. Luda. Right, right. That's hell of fun. I'm stuck too. Right. <laughs> I know. You know he was. Like, fuck it. Make I was it like, Luda, I was like, did you have the peanut butter and jelly sandwich? But like I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> we stuck out here. Yeah, you know, so I think you know the concert thing doesn't really because you know people don't really have the energy that you want nah. that they probably would have if they weren't high that's you're not, true you're not supposed to it was 420 but you know what? they got too high that's the thing Luda when that song because like, huh. like, who, who doesn't enjoy a concert after having like hitting and a little something but they were out there and, like, and Rick Ross was extra high Rick, mm. Rick Ross was there I'm a big Rick Ross fan because Ugh. Rick Ross but it's kind of like he put his he put his music on and he was kind of just. He was rapping with the track. No, nah, it was just kind of like he put a CD on and stood there, and I was just. Are like, you oh. serious? I was like, "Come on, Rick, give us a." <laughs> well, but you know, it's a 420 he has, event. What do you expect? He's he has to seizures, sit there and high. he's he's been having. I know that's what I was saying, and and but see, then people don't understand that they get upset. I was trying to tell some people in the audience, like, "Yo, like this dude's been having a rough time. Like, mm-hmm. let's go." Yeah, easy. so you heard about that too, on oh, Rick. Yeah. So you're trying to Like what are you The, the doctor I mean, No cause, cause people get upset And I was like no Like he just had a heart attack Are like you a managing him ago. or something No well, just, like, That's his fault He showed up right. He's supposed to perform I mean you gotta, you gotta make some money She so walking around Just give him a break guys Yeah oh, Yeah You yeah, had that sandwich in you Yeah, had a sandwich in you Yeah I was all about peace and love And peanut butter And, pa- and, and pacifying Rick Ross That's good yeah. Now I do understand that now I mean like for you to come out And people's expecting you to perform is a 
Hell yeah. Oh yeah, they, for but Rick Ross, they wanted uh, they, it. They bad. wanted to him, but he could have got on the microphone and explained. Why. Then he was doing stuff from like. Hell, he gonna do that. He's he got too much power. Everybody know. Everybody knows that that follows him. That he. He should have been like, hey y'all, you know, I'm kind of bomb right now, so I can't rap. Right. I mean, that wouldn't sound cool. Pass me the peanut butter well, jelly, jelly sandwich and, <laughs> and some gummy bears. Right. Oh man. The gummy did you have bears. Some hey, let me tell you though. Let me tell you what I mm-hmm. did have. They had some cheeses there, right? Ooh. And so I was. T- I've had I, those. They're good. I told this girl, I was like, "Hey, you don't want to uh, just take like one and like she. T- of course, she ate five. Why women don't just <laughs> listen when you say like, "Hey, just take it easy." She got caught up. It was a Cheeto, right? Because it, was it a, probably a cheese it. Takes and she it took good. five. She ate five of the cheeses and it was didn't like, taste no. That, no, that's not edible. true. No, some, some of these them, edibles now do not taste. You, you can't, can't taste, taste it none of that stuff. You just be sitting there eating, especially them Cheetos. Like, did you do with that you with some chips? Oh, yeah, I did that with some chips. I ended yeah. up in the emergency room and shit. Oh, yeah, was, he was panicking. Throw some real fucked yeah, up. He was, he was like, he was like uh, Chris Tucker on right. Friday. And like it was like it was like the most beautiful EMS worker that I'd ever seen, and I looked really stupid. I was sweating. You're stupid. I was like, I'm sorry. Your nurse was was fine. Yeah, she was so fine. It was like, wait, (laughs) they were like, like Anthony's calling us. Like, send a twelve. Right. Like, make sure that she's just a beauty queen. Right. Not a ten. Right. Right. Not the eight. Not the eight. No. Not the not the girl that just started. Not and not the fat girls. Like, why couldn't I just <laughs> I'm talking about this girl was gorgeous. I kept grabbing her hand too, just you looking at her. I did said. that too. I'm telling you. And she was like, you guys are you need something else. Right. I'm like, yes. I just oh, and I was acting modest. I'm like, no, I'll let you know. Though. <laughs> and she kept coming in there because everybody else on the floor man. was crazy, hollering. You know, it's emergency. <laughs> she coming there. She's like, do you need I, something? You guys are gonna be the dirty old man in the old folks' home. No. Oh. I ain't oh. <laughs> no. That's bad. That's cold. That's cold, Ann. Come here, girl. And then no. she was I like, still work. No. <laughs> because she was like, let me know how I can help you, Anthony. Yeah. And I was like, yes, you can help me, but I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> can you be high me? Be high me, and we can talk. Now this girl was giving me a bl- my blood test, and the way she grabbed my wrist, I'm like, ooh. He said she was giving me a blood. I was like, what? <laughs> In the hospital? Right yeah, there. she's like, this might sting a little. Give me I'm a like, blue. it's okay. I'm all right. I'm trying to be tough. No, and I'm just like high as hell. Oh my god, <laughs> panicking. Well, yeah. It was a different kind of high. Oh no, no I, I was high. I didn't, I didn't have my shoes on, man. You I was took like, your shoes off and was running. I, around I was like running that? around the street and I asked the lady to call nine one one. And then, okay, the lady that I asked to call nine one one for me, like the the boyfriend, this lady's boyfriend, called a complaint. Like, why do they do that to black men? Like, I was in a neat situation, so like I wasn't <laughs> he trying. Probably to, thought something yeah, was wrong with you. Like, I was not trying to get at your girl. Like, nah, first of all, that's, you know. That's what are them? You know, like she was cute. You were trying to get at her. I was high. high. I thought I was dying. Wait, how many chips did you eat? It was the three hundred milligram bag. He only had a few. I researched, and I did. I didn't. Mm-mm. Maybe like half of the bag. You ate yeah, half. Right, bad. because I, I was. And since you don't really smoke, right, it, it hit what you me. Mean really but, smoke? He don't I mean, smoke you at don't all. Smoke it at hit, all right? He was eating. It hit me an hour later though. Like so, I, I went home. I drove mm. home, and then I. 
And then when I woke up, I was like, ah! You so, know? okay, what kind of feeling? Was it a paranoid feeling? Was Paranoid, it? scared, and I just thought that I couldn't breathe all of a sudden. You, oh. Mm. And so I went out there with no okay. shoes on. It was an anxiety. And see, I didn't realize that I had ingested anything. I thought it was just regular chips. So if but, you would have known, would you have been like, oh, I'm just... But once I put two and two together, I'm like, well, the studio I was at, the guy owns a dispensary. Duh. You know? Oh, right. But it all didn't connect to me because right. I was really like... I focused on but he didn't say like it, these are cannabis right juice. he said that he was gonna check on me later but he never called me by the end so uh, he said know. he was gonna check on you when he realized right that many of those but this days. was a week later when i came back to the studio and kind of tied everything together he's like right. hey how were you by the way They're like man you, you was hitting them chips bro you know was like was you cool like i was gonna call you later like you didn't call me because if you would have called me i was um at kaiser was i was at kaiser you know people that smoke weed don't trip like he's gonna be all right right, <laughs> right exactly. like, he's just gonna go to sleep yeah, that, that's, that's, my, that's what they always that's say that's my nigga and he's not yeah, violent yeah. or anything he's just nah. he's just gonna be really easy for him like no i lost my mind and i just could i couldn't you know it was really weird like i was so high that i was trying to call a cab because you know like when you realize that oh my god they admitted me into emergency like okay. I gotta get out of here high or not like I have to right. get out of here go. <laughs> right, right. Go. they're charging me like I need to get <laughs> yeah this shit's yeah. like oh and the ambulance came too right oh, it's yeah, like um, I was like excuse me the ambulance ride alone char- was you don't like have $600 dollars. Uh, I, wait I, I, got, I can tell you about that right yeah, break it down because uh, Obamacare they did hook me up but because mm. when the bill came it was 2500 yeah so then, so, in so, room. yeah cause, but so that's what I was saying I knew I had to get out of there because I was like they're charging me by the second you know? ah. like, and so I was just like I'm cool like I didn't and I was stumbling everywhere I, I wasn't cool you know what I'm saying and I, cause I was high and it was like I couldn't even think enough to call the cab like you know I was fumbling and like this chick and she was like can I can I help you <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, uh, could you? Man. I was like, I'm having a little rough time. I had a little situation here. Could you call a cab? For me? <laughs> could you call a cab for me? Please? He didn't say what it was. I was a little situation. Just right, just a little situation. Who were you at the studio with? Um, I well, there was a girl. First of all, it was young, she was about thir- oh. she was about oh. thirteen. I mean, I wasn't there with her by myself or anything. No, no weird stuff, but. I think I was really caught up into like trying to teach her the song. Okay. And so, you know, it's, you know, we just weren't getting anywhere. And so I think I turned to the chips <laughs> as, you know, to comfort me. You got frustrated. Right. You know, you know how it is, know. you know, and you it's on like, microphone, oh. you're producing somebody. You're like, yeah. you know what? You're kind of sharp and thrown. Right. And hey, you, and you, and, and you were, sh- you've been sharp for a while, but all night, all night long. I, you know, but we're gonna get through this because I believe in you. You know, yeah, oh. hand me them chips. Can I get some more of them chips? Nah, I do. I seriously do. Like I I'm with. I believe in you, but you, you already know this that, is for the children, right? And so break it down. What, what what was that all about? Nobody knows what the heck you're talking about. You were producing. You know young what? Take kids. it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, take it back further. Okay, no, actually, why don't you tell what your background is in this? Well. I started writing songs with this guy because I used to write mm-hmm. I, was, I was a poetry guy you know oh, so yeah. like I used right. to write these poems and like all the girls used to like hey. and you had this gigantic book yeah exactly the, the book uh, the book your and, book of rhymes right and so no it was a book of yeah, yeah, just, yeah. And, I, yeah. I, I, no I, and I would just walk <laughs> around with them they were all wrinkled up oh yeah and like up. my shoes were 
untied and I would walk around yeah. and like I'd, I'd write these poems for girls and like the girls would ask me to write the oh, poems for them so and like and yeah. then and then Terrell just came through and busted my bubble and said you know what you can't make no money doing that shit <laughs> like you should come over to my house and, let's and I got it. a let's studio nigga and I could show you some shit and then I was, it took me a while because I was just kind of like uh oh. No, he brought that no. book over But just, I finally uh, brought the book over All them wrinkled papers All them wrinkled so papers the, <laughs> Those wrinkled poems turned into songs Turned into songs And the way we did it though We just picked it out like a grab bag We just grabbed one Like okay you know what Let's right. sing it And then you know Right <laughs> Made it into and something And then uh, Yeah and so then um, Yeah and then I, I, I uh, Tracy wrote to one of those songs from that folder that was Illusionary Dreamer mm-hmm. yeah. and so and that ended up coming out and then mm-hmm. that's kind of how we but yeah and so like I basically and so when when they had that studio like mm-hmm. I basically like lived at your house I lived at Terrell's house since I was 15 I, I remember yeah. Les telling me that and I was <laughs> like I didn't even know you was there right nah, yeah. then we had to tell her you know so he can come out the closet because he was sleeping in the closet yeah so you know <laughs> Yeah, and so that that's kind of how like me and Terrell been. But that's what he told me. He said, "You can't make no money doing this, man. This is ridiculous." <laughs> so I, I was like, "Damn!" Like he really made me feel soft. I was well, like, let's oh. just grab one of them. No, papers. I remember this one. <laughs> like Lance used up. to play me some stuff. I don't. It wasn't from probably high school. It, was mm. pro- it had to be after high school. It was like, uh, what was it called? Manipulate. Or oh, manipulate me. Manipulate me. Everything I had to feel you need. Play that song for you. And that's, that's not fair, fair for me. me. Uh-uh. And, and you know, Rogers. I heard everything. What are you talking about? Uh, Rod- play me. Rogers you brought on, me back to that song because I forgot Rod- about that Rogers song. Rogers on that song. Yeah, Dude. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Like you what, was, what was the song Anthony that you had where um oh shit I just remembered that I got hella weak because I heard you on there talking about you make me so horny Oh, every time I think of you at night, I get horny. Yeah. What song was that? All I see is you and me. That's me and Roger. I just heard Anthony say something I'll, about getting I'll horny, and I just got hella weak. Your fantasy. I was like, I don't even know where are these songs. I haven't even heard them. Like Lance, Lance has like Lance this has everything. Lance has everything. He keeps everybody's song. He's got everybody's song in oh Sacramento. He's got everything. songs that I think the artist doesn't even know that they gave him songs. I've got an <laughs> uncle just like Lance in Detroit that just hoards it. Like, that oh man, everything. like give me my prom picture, bro. <laughs> like, why do you have that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why? Why? Why would you hold on I to that? Hate that. You, but you know what I I'm hate, talking about. Yes. Like you always, so you like, got that family why member. Do you have like that on the mantle right like, now. Like come on, bro. Mm-hmm. I get rid of that. <laughs> my palm pic, my prom picture. Get rid can, of that. Can I like, get that? Homie? I haven't talked to her in 15. Years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like you holding something on me. Like oh, nigga, I got your prom picture, but you better. You better check yourself, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys have always like been around a lot of talented musicians and artists and, and art, broke musicians and, and artists talent, too and art talented well yeah okay you could and artists and musicians that and don't pay us yeah can we get oh can we get some of our That's money we talk well about. why can you we get guys paid? let that go down hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you want to start out I mean why, oh, why no you know what a lot why? of it was partnerships and people just Reneged. We didn't get our well, money. You know, we 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 went and, on a, a, and the, a promise. We was trying to be well, but the, the, nice. The, the thing we about too nice, and 
but the thing about it is it's the it's music so it's something that we love to do right so you know so, so the thing about it is like my dad always told me like you can't you can't really be doing music from, from money like you have to it has to be something genuine right. and so and let the money with that you. with that being right. said you just get taken advantage of because because people know that you love to do this right you know this thing you know so mm-hmm. i mean you know and I, I i think you know there's a lot of when i was younger it's just a lot of night being naive like i just didn't know the, the business you know right so i mean and that's where i came in <laughs> so it's like man it's not i don't know so, any, i don't know anything about tell, points or anything tell like the people <laughs> about your dad who your dad is and where your dad uh james james dean is my dad he was he wrote from motown from it was had an eight-year contract with motown so 1960 well shoot what is it 64 to 72 64 to 70. Yeah, he was like that was that was when they had gangster songwriting contracts. Like, don't ever oh, sign yeah. anything that long in yeah. your life. Like, oh, you really so you know, and that's the thing is like when you, when someone signs you that long, like you probably hate them by the end. <laughs> You're like, right. I've been signing you for eight long years, that nigga. A long time. That's know? when they couldn't really read contracts. They were right. just signing and stuff, and so it was just like you yeah, know, they got locked um, in and, and so slavery. With, so when. So when Motown moved to um, Los Angeles, my dad didn't go because he was like, oh, I'm going to do my thing. You know what I mean? And so, you know, my dad was one of the first, um, uh, you know, my dad was one of the first uh, people to just do independent, you know, do you know, the independent game. Like he was killing it, you know what I mean? Because he, he had, uh, you know, he had an eight year songwriting contract with Motown under his belt so like there was at that time in the 70s like no one could compete with that like, right. at all mm-hmm. so you know like right. my, my dad was getting like top dollar what were some of the songs that, that he wrote uh, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted What Becomes of right. uh, Jimmy Ruffin don't nobody know y'all don't know about Jimmy Ruffin but Jimmy Ruffin was David David Ruffin's brother uh-huh. from the Temptations, Ooh, and so right. I love Jimmy Ruffin was offered that lead singing job with The Temptations, but he said, "Oh, y'all should check out my little bro, David." Oh, and so that's how David that's how that he happened. put David on, you know. Wow! And um, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and so my um, um, I'm trying to get, and so my dad's uh song, my dad's songwriting partner um was. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember his name, but it'll come to me. Uh, but my dad had a he had a songwriting partner that he did like most of his, uh, you know, most of these songs with, mm-hmm. and so like they were kind of like uh, they worked with like. Uh, I have to tell you about my cousin Brian and Eddie Holland, who are the uh, they were like the main songwriters there. So mm-hmm. they wrote like "Stop in the Name of Love," "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." Oh wow. Um, you know, because like Phil, like the Be- the Beatles covered like one of their songs back in the day. So you know, like they got like long money. Because like anytime like the Beatles right. like record, because yeah. you know, I didn't yeah. even know like back in the day, I didn't know that the Beatles were the per- they were the first artists ever to do mm-hmm. stadiums. Did you guys oh, know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I've yeah, seen like, it on a picture, but I didn't know that. Right. Like, oh, wow. I did some research on the Beatles. I, I like the Beatles, man, yeah. because, like, that was a, were we talking about the Beatles? We were talking about them yesterday. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, the Beatles, were they were the first uh, group to actually, that were big enough to do a stadium. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they said, like, 
they told you know the police told them they said like you can't come in here like doing these little five he said because like you do a show for five thousand people and there's like thirty thousand people outside like Mm -hmm. so like they Mm -hmm. they were the first group that they were told like you cannot come to our city and perform at a small venue because you got too many fans right yeah yeah because they said right they can't get in right because they said they did a it sold out five thousand, but you have thirty thousand people for that time. Wow. You're making dough, exactly. So wow. it's um, yeah. And so back to the story. Um, so Brian, those are my cousins. So <clears throat> Brian, Brian, and Edward, and my dad, they grew up together. Um, mm-hmm. My grandfather raised th- the three of them. You know, so they mm-hmm. because they weren't able to live with their dad. No, no, their dad, and then their mom was like sick, so. Brian and Edward actually grew up in my grandfather's um, house. Oh. And so, like, they were they were all brothers. They were, all, they were raised as brothers. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> my, my grandmother didn't have children until 14 years after my dad was born. Mm. So, because she had, um, what was that disease? Where they quarantine you, the disease that you have? That she was always quarantined really? back in the day for, um, what is it? I'm... I'm I'm getting know. old. I don't know. <laughs> you you name some medical I've never even heard of. Uh, no, <laughs> no, um, no. It was common back in the day. Like it was, uh, um, you know, it was just like a disease. You had to be quarantined. So, so you know, he was away from his mom and stuff. Right. Well, well, and she couldn't have children. You know, because, because of she, she was sick, right? Sick. And yeah. so once she got done with the sickness, she had five kids back to back. Oh wow! And so, but. You know, my dad was kind of separated from that, and him, Brian, and Edward, they ended up meeting, um, Brian and Edward, my second cousins, mm-hmm. ended up working with Barry Gordy before Motown, okay. because they worked on the Jackie Wilson stuff. Do you guys remember Jackie Wilson? Mm-hmm. Right. And so the thing that happened when they worked on the Jackie Wilson stuff, they didn't get paid. Oh. And so... Barry Gordy was the he was a songwriter, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying at that time. So Barry, my and my my cousin Brian, who my cousin Brian was young, he was like 15 and he dropped out of high school. Like I'm about to go get my money. Oh, you know what I'm he wanted. Yeah, to- was, oh. well, he had the opportunity and right. he was just talented. Like Brian, mm-hmm. he does all the, you know, he does all of the, uh, you know, music. He's a, he's like this master musician, mm-hmm. and so yeah, and so they they had these big records on Jackie Wilson. Never got any money from him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And so Barry, you know, he told um, he was like, yo, like I think I'm gonna start my thing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you know he was just like the type of person like he didn't want to get screwed over, right? He's you know, like, you know uh-uh, so right, and so yeah, they they yeah they yeah they Motown, and then actually my. Brian was the first, or no, my, his brother Edward was the first artist off of Motown. Oh. Did the hmm. first, did the first uh, single, mm-hmm. and from that point, uh, my cousin Brian was doing majority of the writing, and so and his brother was my other cousin was an artist, but the the writing checks were so huge. Right. My cousin Edward was like, "Look, man, this artist thing isn't working. Like, I'm trying to get the ch- yeah. you know the big checks, yeah, because like it, it was like huge amounts of money that they were getting. You know, like fifty, sixty thousand dollars check in the sixties, especially you know in the sixties. That is crazy. Like yeah, yeah, like and then and then you know my my cousin uh, Edward was the artist, and he's like, "Yo, man, you guys are charging me for this and that, mm-hmm. and I'm not getting." So and so he ended up joining my cousin. So my um, Edward like wrote lyrics, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and so. He, you know, he wrote all the, because they basically wrote all the Supremes and 
tempted. They wrote "Ain't Too Proud to Beg." You know what I mean? So Brian, Brian, Dude, the yeah, classics. Yeah. So his family Man. started Motown for the most. Pretty part. much. Right. <laughs> so so between my between my dad um, and my two two cousins, that's like the catalog is like seventy percent of the whole catalog, the whole thing. Wow. Because you remember, like it was hot. Number one record label in the world for five years. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. during those five years, you know, a lot of that was uh, like mine. So you a celebrity kid? Nah, I don't feel that way. Nah, hey, anybody, like, anybody sitting next to Stevie Wonder? <laughs> that's not uh, natural. <laughs> nah, no. you know, it's like, not normal like, like we're all like Detroiters So it's, there's like Well a, I guess it's normal mm. If you've never known Anything different No that's true I understand that Yeah Yeah but Nah it, Yeah and, and um, Yeah so That's kind of how You know That's kind of how Well let's cover one of them songs You ever think about Covering any of your dad's songs Sure man you got access I mean you got You know All you gotta do is say yeah We can We can do that We can do that I gotta figure out I gotta find up My dad's Mm. songwriting partner I gotta Mm. I gotta I'm gonna Google it Gotta give him his props I do because (laughs) I feel I feel feel bad Um, Mm. But it'll come up for me But yeah So that's just A little bit about How it So it was always in the blood then that, that you just yeah and, and you know write music. um yeah and like even some of my family members that haven't uh you know it's, it's just something that we do it's just a musical family right. you know what i mean so whether okay. they're like pursuing it heavily or right. yeah they're, they're just gifted like that you know right. that's so, side, that side of the family to, you, you gotta use it and get it out that's how my family is everybody sings play yeah. something, but even oh if they don't gosh. get rich yeah. they just right do it. they just do it and so it's yeah. not um you know it's just something that we just like love doing mm-hmm but you so, know what? See, that's why I want to get paid because I'm so used to being around that. <laughs> he like bunk it's all of this from the heart. It's right. normal. Love of it. Well, the talent's already there, but right. it's like that's normal. We're already going to kick it and sing and play right. drums and do that stuff all day. However, that's the easy part. For if you your guys. gift's going to make room for you, we should go make Absolutely. some money out there and spread the the love of music to people. Absolutely, but charge them. <laughs> I, right, but then they want to pay for it because it's it's wonderful. Yeah, it's a product we putting it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, we love shit. it. You guys are blessed yeah. with people the selling gifts. everything else. Exactly. So thankful for that part. I found out. Oh. Okay, so my my dad's one of main um, songwriting partner was a guy uh, William Witherspoon. Right? William Witherspoon. Right, and so William, uh, William wrote. Yeah, he, I know the name. He wrote a lot, but he's also the guy from um, Friday. That's his brother. John, Shut up, John Witherspoon. Not John Witherspoon, really. Exactly. So that's the thing, and so well, the thing about it, that's that's kind of that's what helped him get on, I think, because okay. when he he did come to when Motown moved to L.A. Uh-huh. and see, then that's his brother John came out who's okay. doing his acting thing, comedian. Nobody you know, going to bathroom for thirty five, right? Yeah, and so you know, and it's crazy because it's like. Those people know who I am, and it's like, I just don't like you know. I'm not gonna show up to your show and be like, "Hey, boop boop," you know. Hey, I'm a right. Now they come in and I see am. you and like, "Hey, aren't you?" Right. But you know, they they all so know, and so son. Yeah, they all know my dad. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's nice, man. You're really humble for I mean, because a lot of people would use that and just be like, "Oh, my dad was oh my dad this," and like you've never been no, like that. I don't for, say it too much, but you know that's how my dad was like. You you would if you met my dad in life, you would never know that he was a songwriter. You know, yeah, it's kind of. I like, mean, uh, until you went to his house, you'd be like, "Damn, there's a lot of." He's kind of like uh, right. He's yeah. like he's like uh, L Boogie. Yeah, you know I, he was just a, he was just a, 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 a yeah, yeah. yeah. he was a low key. Right. 
and you know you you wouldn't yeah you just wouldn't know oh he's in Aquarius yeah. too yeah my dad February 7th and last yeah. February 12th oh Told you. yeah they some weirdos man <laughs> Why are you saying some weirdos? Yeah. Nah, I mean, my dad was just, you know, he was. Uh, I'm, in love, uh, I'm in love with a weirdo. Not, I'm in love not, with a weirdo. I'm part weirdo. Not, not a stripper, one. but a weirdo. I'm in uh, love with a weirdo. Da, 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 you guys da, da, see, see, da, da, you're writing songs again. We're not getting paid. We're not recording. Right. It's another song. We might write a song tonight. I'm in love with a weirdo. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, you know, and then my family, they were real close with uh, with Michael Jackson and stuff, so my dad knew Michael, so there's a story that my, my um, that my aunt, that my aunt told me, you know, uh, you know, during the 80s, like, my dad had a song that was supposed to be on the Bad Album. Really? Yeah, and so, you know, like, my dad, he he lived in a really crappy part of Detroit. I don't know why he did. Like, no even, one knows Even why. though he didn't have to, he stayed he did, there. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. he li- it was on Oakman on the west side of Detroit. And so money. You know, exactly. <laughs> uh. But he, <laughs> but my my aunt says she, she walked up, you know, just because she would come visit him, like, once a week, right? She walks up there, and she's like, Michael Jackson is just sitting there, you know? <laughs> And, you know, and like you know, she just like totally freaks out and just runs out. Oh yeah, place. yeah. But you know, like, and see, that's the thing about Mike. Like, Mike was with it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, that's crazy. Like, he was just he was just about music. And so they, Michael in the hood, right? Sitting in somebody at my dad's house room. by him oh, by himself oh. with like no bodyguards, and it's like, whoa, really? yeah. So he's he not was that comfortable. Yeah, and, and just <laughs> yeah. you know, and she describes she was like he just had his little le- leather pants on, just yeah. chilling. You know, just you Ready know, to and make they, some music. And they were, um, yeah. And I actually have that song that they were working on. Really? Stuff. Yeah, I got I got all I that stuff. Here oh. one of these days. Yeah, because it's on. Uh, uh, my dad had a. It's a. He had a. Um, my dad had a, over three hundred published songs, and so oh, wow. all that of many? yeah. So all of the songs he had on. Yeah, because you know he he did some things with like Commodores, you know. And then my dad kind of was before the Motown era, so he was doing like he had some doo-wop stuff going on too, hmm. like the contours or something like that hmm. right the yeah. doom shoo doom oh. yeah my dad was he was old school with that it's like whoa <laughs> right thank oh, you that it's is like cool. thank god Barry Gordy came around Jesus <laughs> you don't be getting no money with that, with that but you know he, he really liked that uh, you know the, yeah. Uh, but yeah you know lots of stories like that um and my dad's best friend John, who was a songwriter too, his best friend was Stevie. You know, Stevie Wonder. He did Fingertips. Oh. So you know, I, I grew up That's around song, a lot of people that um, that I worked with, like Stevie Wonder. And mm. Stevie Wonder actually lived in my neighborhood in Detroit. Really? Like, yeah, before um, he was taken to Motown, you know. But once he was taken to Motown, he he was set, you know. But you know, it's like yeah, it's like I have all of these like crazy stories. Like I couldn't even like I need my own podcast because uh, I, I have so many. Um, tell, tell them about your book that you're gonna put out in. Aren't you putting that book in? Am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, this, you're the first person that told. I never thought about writing a book. But. I thought yeah, I thought about it. Like, you need not? to write a book. You need to do a movie. You see, got all the inside information. Yeah, I do. That's a true story. You should. Yeah. You should. Let's do it. Yeah. I played David Ruffin. And then, um, <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and then um, my 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 cousin actually had my cousin was actually with, was with Michael Jackson's nephew for a long time. Really? And so, like, I I knew him coming up. 
Yeah. You got so. a lot of stories. Yeah, people a lot of would, stories. Because people we used, would love to. Yeah, we used to hang. Stuff. We used to hang with the with the Jacksons a little bit. But I I never met Michael though. Yeah. Which never Jacksons never. did you mean? Uh, like the the nieces and nephews. Jack, and yeah, and like I talked on the phone with uh, Michael Michael's brother uh, Jackie Jackson. Jackie, you know, he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I heard your stuff, man, and like, man, just don't ever stop doing what you're doing, man. Like, you, you got it, you know, you know, keep you, reaching. You, yeah, like you got it, baby. You know? I was like, like, thanks, Jackie, man. Appreciate you. I don't, I don't know what you did in the group, but right. thank you. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's well, you know, because I, I, I'd be down there. Um, you know, I'd be down there. I mean, at that time when my, my cousin was was dating uh, Michael Jackson's nephew, like, I would be down there and like I'm like, yo, man, I'm trying to get on MJJ, like trying to write something, you know, <laughs> do something. And so, but then what what kind of prevented a lot of that was, the, you know, all that stuff started coming out about yeah. Mike. And so yeah. then they were like, it's probably best that you guys not hang around us because, you know, he started, <laughs> you know, all those accusations yeah, started coming. Yeah, there was coming. a lot going on. You know, but yeah. uh, but you know, like my family has always been close with the Jack because uh, my cousins wrote some of the Jackson Five stuff. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they know Mike. Michael knows my people. You know, like mm-hmm. he knows my dad, and you know, and, you know, I see these pictures of him when he's. You know, you, they got yeah. pictures like it's well documented. Like yeah. they got like pictures that no one's seen. You know, like. Wow. Cause you know he just as a kid he just came up and he was around all these adults and mm-hmm. you know like my dad and those people and so like he has such a like a respect level for them you know because mm-hmm. you know like my dad always told me he was like yeah Michael's cool but I always want him to drop the he's always yes sir no sir you know mm-hmm. and that, that's how he talked to my dad because it was just like a it was, res- it was a yeah respect thing yeah. and so it's just like and people can't imagine like Mike being like that but mm-hmm. that's and so he was like I wish he would just treat me normal because like you know my dad wasn't even like that he wasn't. Right. And tripping about you yeah. calling them sir and all that, but he's mm-hmm. every, everything he's like, it's always yes, sir. No, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was uh, Joe Jackson did that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's just the level of respect. Like, I think he respected some people, then some people he was like, right, he he got the you know, he, he got the respect <laughs> from, from like, I'm gonna get respect from this person, you know sure. what I mean, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, what we were talking about that yesterday, I was telling you, um, you know, when he bought. The Michael bought the, the Beatles, mm-hmm. all their publishing. You know that Little Richard's publishing was caught up in that deal. Really? And he gave he gave he gave Little Richard 100 percent of his publishing. Are you serious? Back, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you know, like Mike was like, you know, he's getting blacks back their money. Right. And see, people people just don't like <laughs> take care of blacks because they they don't. Art. Yeah. And like, it, I think that was something that he wanted to do from that. The, was that was part the, of the plan. I think he thought about that. Yeah. I know it felt yeah. that way mm-hmm. because he. He got his money And then he went and bought All the stuff that he said Those people took from black music Like oh no And you're gonna take my money That's my money And you're gonna give Little Richard back his His money money. (laughs) Yeah exactly You know what I mean Like that's how I felt and but you know you gotta find that because they don't publicize those type of things those right. those really good things that that he did because because mm-hmm. until that point little Richard had never received a dime he just got paid from publishing he never received a dime for his music wow really yeah, he had never received anything because they they took it from him That's and crazy. Michael Jackson bought it and gave it back to him and didn't even take a cut of it like here like a hundred percent oh man nobody has that deal he said Elvis That's took some good. of his moves well yeah Elvis used to study Mike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, well, didn't you know. a lot of white artists back then like study a lot of black artists? <laughs> mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. All of them. But you, you know the the funny thing, and so uh, when I 
I would ask my dad because you know, like when I was coming up, like I, I thought Michael Jackson was the greatest singer. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Singer, dancer. Mm-hmm. Me too. And so, in my dad's generation, they, they're like, no, it was Jackie Wilson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that was my dad. Like he was like, that's that's the guy right there. Like, yeah. Michael's a good entertainer. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like, you. You know, yeah. and we we would argue. I was a little kid. We would argue about. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson. You know, I, I well, just that's love. like this generation now saying that Beyonce is is the greatest, and Beyonce is a better entertainer Who, than Michael Jackson. Really? That's oh, what no. that's what younger people are saying now. Like after that last Coachella, and Beyonce came out with and, and did the whole thing that she did, people were really like Beyonce is the greatest ever, better than Michael Jackson as an entertainer. Oh yeah, there's mm. people that feel that. Well, she's dope. She is dope. But I, you know, I put she men is. up against men and women against women because they're not category female. Because that's how they do it in the Grammys. Because Best she female artist, she would have to yeah. like Janet though too. Oh, oh yeah. Janet, she can't I love really. Janet. Ooh, I love nasty. Janet. Isn't Janet going on tour? Again? She's supposed to be getting back on the road. I think she's mm-hmm. yeah going on tour again. And she still looks great as a senior <laughs> she lo- citizen. Oh my gosh, she looks like <laughs> she's in her thirties. How does she know she's senior she's citizen? She's right? fifty. No, she's fifty. No, she's, she's, she's like 50. She's ten years older like, than me. She's a tourist 50, too. So she's 52? got a happy birthday. She's almost yeah. AARP club member. Yeah, and she's still bad. Now I will. She is gorgeous. <laughs> I will confess though, when I when I was hanging out with Michael's nephew, I, I asked him. I said, "What is it like to have Janet Jackson as your aunt?" That was that was the stupidest question I've ever asked. Yeah, because he's like, "It's my auntie." Yes, yeah, stupid <laughs> question. Yeah. What do you say? He was just like, "Man, you know." And, well, no, like we were driving around and Bill, and it was when she dropped that album. Which and, like, one? We were driving around. There's a Rhythm build, Nation. No, it wasn't Control? Rhythm Nation. It was the one, uh, the uh, one we were talking about. The, the one that came the out in the nineties, control, exactly, uh, velvet, oh, velvet yeah. rope. Yeah, so you know, like we're riding around in his car, yeah. and like there's billboards of his naked, half naked aunt right, everywhere. Right, right. And so like I just, I was like, well, you know, once in a lifetime, this is a stupid question, but I'm gonna ask here you, you fuck go. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I knew it was a stupid, but I was like, what is it like to have someone like that as, as saying? your aunt? Well, you know, he was just like, you just don't even think about it. It's just my, it's just someone that I love. I mean, it's just my, it's my auntie. It's my auntie, like, auntie I, and that's her. Work. Like I, I wouldn't see yeah. her as a. As an out, as that type of object, I was like, "Well, I was like, I sure do." You're but, like, well, uh, let me cool. tell you, <laughs> right. nephew, right? So yeah. you know, no, I always, but that's just an interesting perspective because mm-hmm. the thing about it is, there's a whole, there's a backstory when it comes to the children of these people yeah. too, you know. And oh, so yeah. you know, and that's the thing. Like, I always get to meet the children because. We are something because mm-hmm. we we experience something being their kids, and that's the book right there. That would be the documentary yeah. the too. You need to have all them on Man, camera. Yeah, you know what? Where everybody is. And you, 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 uh, yeah, you really should, Anthony. Mm-hmm. There you go, Anthony. You got yeah, all the access. Really you own should. everything. Let's do the book. I Definitely do. get some. Go out to Detroit. Take Stephanie Cassandra with that. you so she can yeah. shoot. And so you know, I, inspired I, by Ann Carter. Yeah, and it's all of these. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, there's all of these kids, and we we all kind of get together and be like, my dad loved your dad, and whooped him. You know, that's what they tell me. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my dad would never admit to loving anybody. Like, he just your dad like, didn't. No. no, he was hardcore. Like, he was not. That's funny. He's not about that. But you know. Um, I met last year when I was in LA. I met uh, this, this young lady named Beth, and she remember the girl, uh, the picture that I sent you. We, we were in our little. Oh yeah. So it was a black tie event, mm-hmm. uh-huh. but you know she sings. But like mm-hmm. she's the daughter of, um, you know, uh, one of the Funk Brothers that hmm. that was close to my dad. And so you know, and it's like you you immediately just have a connection. They were doing all the production for Motown. For Motown, the Funk yeah, Brothers, the Funk yeah. Brothers. yeah so. That. 
Yeah, and so you know, you meet the different kids of these uh, these art, you know, these artists or these famed musicians, and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to hear like their story. Like they tell you like some crazy stuff, you know, because they were there doing some yeah. crazy time, you know, just mm-hmm. like the stories that I that I'm aware of, right? You know? But it's like they tell you the craziest stuff, and you're like, Jesus Christ! Like that happened? Yeah, that they were acting like. That. And you know, they were, you know, they were like, my house was just like a nonstop party since I was two. Okay. And like no one ever stopped. The music never, the stopped. Music never stopped. And you just like they didn't take you to school or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like did they? Did they feed you? Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did that, and they went right back to music. Right. Yeah. It. I mean the you know because I I just think, but you know, are they all not, doing music? Some of them. Just, <clears throat> some of them aren't that good though that's um, that's the problem but but, right. but shout out to beth though she's she's amazing like she's really good mm-hmm. like, yeah. she's got that yeah she can sing like yeah. actually out her um instagram is beth always sings so beth you always yeah. sings yeah she's really good she's that's a really good friend of mine i, <laughs> I apologize we were supposed to do a couple songs it's been a while but yeah. um, but I'm going to promote you today even though I haven't worked when she comes <laughs> when, when you come to LA when you come to LA next month actually I'm going to give her a call I'll, I'm going to go down there you know, are you going to LA too get some work well if she comes yeah, I'm going to try because you know <laughs> you're going to LA right we, we, I'm going we've LA. discussed all of He's these these us. songs uh, I, I thought he was going no. we, we just, you know how you, you got the relationship with people like we talk about it and it's going to be wonderful but it hasn't just happened <laughs> it hasn't happened mm. you know Right, right, right. Uh, but she, uh, she, uh, she works for um, who's the guy from Detroit that sings? What's his name? The... There's a lot of people in. No, the guy. <laughs> um... <laughs> the guy that sings from Detroit. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think what his name is. She tours with someone though. That's, mm. uh... Who Beth does? Yeah. So oh, okay. she's she got her you know her thing is right. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Writing and singing. Right. Good stuff. Shout out to Beth. Beth always sings. That's her Instagram. Mm. What's your Instagram, Anthony? <laughs> Detroit AD. Detroit Everybody AD. Follow me on Instagram. Detroit AD. We're trying to get Christopher to I don't have use an Instagram. his. He he you does, know, but he's not. I, I do. On I'm it. just not active on Instagram. So what is will your be. Instagram? And then maybe I don't even know what it is. I think it's. I, I don't know. It's Christopher Terrell oh, and some. Numbers. It just came to me. She works for Kim. Oh, oh, Kim. Kim. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wrote yeah. a song for this dude, Kim. You did? Yeah, and I ended up. Well, maybe we can get we can get it. No, it's mine. No, we can get it. To, <laughs> we can get it to Beth, and she can see because no. Beth is real. She's real cool. That's great. I'll, we can write Kim another song. Yeah. <laughs> What's your friend's name that um, sings for Eric Benet? Sings background with Eric Benet. Oh, you talking came about over, uh, the real Jessica. pretty one, Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Jolia. Yeah. Jessica Shout Jolia. out to Jessica. She oh, yeah. is so cute. You need to come through and talk. Yeah. And bring oh, that, is that that light skinned one? Yeah, yeah, that's her. With Ooh, the curly Jessica. long hair. She's yeah. dope. Jessica. She's dope. Yeah. Nice person. Yeah. Mm. She can blow though. She good. Yeah. And she tours with a lot of people. She's toured with like I think like D'Angelo. Just a lot of people with Eric Benet and she's yeah. hey man. She's, yeah. She's the background girl. But she can yeah. hold her own. She just, you know how they do. Musicians make their money. Exactly. Hey. And then, you know, that can be an avenue towards something mm-hmm. that open up a door for, for she, her. She lights up a photograph, mm-hmm. man. She, uh, yeah. 
she illuminates the she photograph. Does. I was like, who is this guy next to her, man? I know, it made you just... wonder. I, I know it's me. <laughs> I was shocked, too. Who is this guy? You had the biggest smile ever. In oh, my God. Uh, it was yes. funny because, you know, Big you got everybody smile. seeing it. I got called about this. Yeah, I don't know. People sh- called you about oh, that yeah. picture? Are you, are you seeing her? I don't oh, <laughs> because it did look like a picture of a couple. It didn't look like a picture of, like, My son's mom was like, she put a big heart on there and stuff. Like, she loved it. I uh nah. thumbs up and hearts. I did. I shared that picture. I don't even share a lot. I just I, I was like, this was, is a beautiful it was a nice picture. It was. This is a beautiful picture. We got a lot of views. I met her because he brought her over here. Right. And she's just like a real cool person, good spirit. She started singing something. She started bouncing around in the middle of the garage, hair swinging and stuff. I was like, okay. I don't even know how I got her over here. I don't know, man. I don't know. You sure did. We were sitting down here chilling. I have no clue. If you bring bring it to my place, like I'll clean my apartment, I promise. <laughs> Probably I'll clean it up. You still talk to her? Tell her to no, come to the Miles Talk podcast. No, I don't talk to her. I'm gonna hit her up because uh, yeah, you hit her up. Yeah, I'm gonna hit her up. Yeah. Be like, hey, girl, remember you came by? Next oh, time yeah. you're in Sacramento, come through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With independent artists. Yeah. Need to bring Mark through here. Mark Knox. Knox. You know what? He recently told me how to spell his name. I didn't even know. And he told I, me the same thing. I was M A R K N O X X. I know. I was doing right. pictures for him and yeah. I was putting the wrong spelling on right. him. Right. Like, I, I, I was like, he gets hella mad about yeah. it too I was like, because he, everybody spells it wrong. I'm like, a picture, but. It's like, it's not how you spell my name. One time I told him, I said, my spelling is better. How'd you spell it? What, what is it? M A R K K N O X X. Put two. XX. Yeah. But it's M A R K. Yeah, it's only one K in them. It's only one K. I mean, yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> I, you know, I just, yeah, it was just funny. He brought that to my attention. I was doing like, pictures. He's like, yeah, I love the art, bro, but the name's wrong. You're messing up my, oh messing my, up my name. All the time. So you're listening to the Lounge Talk <laughs> Podcast, episode number 29. And wow. we're talking about all things music, music history with Anthony Dean. We're talking to Christopher mm. Terrell. These are yeah, two, special guests. you know, writers. Christopher I know. Terrell is an artist over just, here. <laughs> you know? Just always in, like, I'm always in the mix, man. Like, that's that's how I categorize myself. I'm just you're in, always the in the mix. Always in the mix. Like, I'm yeah. not getting any money. But but you're always in the mix. I'm always in the mix. I'm always in the mix, and I'm trying to get money. Right. So if you're out there, you uh, singer. Right. <laughs> I mean, you guys, but part of the reason why we have this platform is for you to put stuff out there. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you may not really realize how many ears that we're reaching. Oh, we but, all realize. Oh, no, I respect as, it. I respect the game. I mean, I respect I'm, not, it. I'm, not, I'm not trying to pop no collars. Oh, no, like she's popping right the collars. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Popping. That, you don't know how many people know, are listening I mean, to the like, show, so you're wasting are, time. are listening from <laughs> everywhere from not just the U.S., but the U.K. and oh, that's what's up. When it's ready, we're going to bring it through. U.K., all these different It's almost ready. Last time I checked on uh, the subscribers well mm. they don't call it subscribers anymore because people kind of subscribe and unsubscribe and all mm-hmm. of this stuff but the actual number count on that from the time that we started this podcast was like over 3200 people oh wow yeah so people are listening people are playing that the shows get average downloads now of about probably 40 to 50 downloads per, per episode <laughs> on the first day. I'm sorry. Mm. I just had to put that out there that I thank you <laughs> listeners for, for checking us out, especially like way over here. You're out there in the UK. Like, and we're check over the here stats. In the US, it's real. 
you know, popping popping stack college. But thank you for listening to us because we just get on here and, and share, you know, what, what what just what we share. Like, ram- you know, I don't know. I just got so, a whole whole lot of random stuff that happens to me. You want to keep rambling? You Ramble. can you can talk about the randomness. So when I was in L.A. one time, I t- <laughs> did I tell you guys this story? Like, me and Raj were on a, on an elevator, and like Suge Knight got on the elevator. Mm. Really? Were you scared? <laughs> I would have been like, oh, how was that? How was that when you was next to him? Uh, and so you know, I spoke. I was like, mm, hey, <laughs> you so, know. You say, What's up, but yeah, I like it's just random things like that happen to me. And I was just like, and you know, of course, like Raj, he didn't even know who it was. I was like, Raj, that was Raj didn't know who's chick. <laughs> yeah, that's not his thing. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, he's like, I don't know nothing. He, about they, like, he was like, really? Oh no, my god! Nothing about death row. You think say, I could? I should have sang for him. You say, you say, Elton John. Raj, really? You're trying to get signed? You say, my Suge? Okay. You say Prince or anything? Then he's like, yeah, well, wow. That's hell. So anybody else? He was like, oh, yeah. yeah. He was like, I don't really know. Sure. Don't know. Yeah, you never Sh- seen that Sh- guy? Nice. I've seen him. Yeah, I have. Too. I, I mean, I was in the dude. elevator. He, he's didn't a big, know, he didn't he, know anything about the talk? night that Tupac. No, they don't. They do. They know about that, but it's like, but not the details. Not the details. Not the the major characters. I I knew immediately because he's huge. He's big, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, I know it was big, dude. I was like, oh, that is. So you know, then I kind of like, I was like, okay, so that's why people. Yeah, he's. You know what? I wrote in his bins, and he has to. They made a special bins for him because he's so big. He can't ride in regular bins. He had to have a wider. And that thing bins. was a ship. I was in the back, like, man, this is a room. It's a <laughs> you know, I was just watching yeah. Straight Out of Compton again the the other day because you know you can watch it now on whatever cable channel or mm. stuff. And I was like, you know, the way they depicted Suge, I was like, damn, if this cat was like this, I'm sure he was. Like this fool was crazy as fuck. Well, this you fool know, was crazy. He's soft. He just intimidates people with his size he because he's big. Thing. So he it's took yeah. He's big. He, yeah, that yeah. was his and uh, I, I think he's. Uh, um, I don't know. It just depends because you know I heard Snoop say recently he was like, well, I'll, I'll always have love for Sh- for Suge. He said because you know he put together my defense team that got me off right. from murder. He said right, right. so I'll, that'll never right. you know that was a tough the time in my was life. The case that they mm-hmm. gave right. So you know he's like I'm done with you now though. I I, I so think thank you. but I think when you experience uh, and I can I can say this from. Um, my dad's experience, you know, because you know they all sued Barry Gordy, right? They did, oh, of course. Oh, wow. oh yeah, and, and got millions back mm-hmm. from oh. back Gordy. But the thing, yeah. of, when it comes full circle, the, all those people love each other at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. you know, um, when my cousins got the star on the Walk of Fame, like they talked oh, about okay. it. They were like, that's we cool. we always didn't see eye to eye, but like these are my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's the thing. And so like I think it's similar with like the death row situation. Yeah. Because when you break bread together, you make you know, you go from nothing to having something. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That that's a bond that no one you know, no matter what that person does to you, like you can't take that bond away from those people right. because they did something extra, you know, extraordinary. Right. You know what I mean? And so they'll always still care for each other. He's talking right. about us right now. Hmm? <laughs> I am? Yeah, because it's comparable to the same situation. Yeah, like you always care because you, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, to put all of that those that blood, sweat, and tears in. You know? yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, even when, uh, when, you know, 
they had situations even at Motown where they were fighting but for the label of Motown like they they would do you know um, they went over and above you know the, mm-hmm. the call you know to do right. um, because they believed in what he you know he started so mm-hmm. I mean it's like um, I think when money gets involved it's always going to get touchy but oh yeah always you know there's a core belief from the people that start those things right exactly. and so I, I think that you know it's just something it's a bond there that can't be broken right mm-hmm. right so, as it should be yeah as it should be we were talking about Snoop a little while ago I watched this <laughs> I watched this interview <laughs> with Snoop, Snoop the other day the on gospel the gospel rapper Club. Yeah, and they were asking him too, like, what what made you record a gospel album? And he was like, you know, just everything that's going on right now and stuff, you know. Mm. He basically was like, it's time to put some positivity out there. And he's letting people know that that is how he was raised, you know. Mm. He was raised in the church, and he's got them good morals and values. Just because he's on there talking about murder was the case that they gave me doesn't mean he doesn't have a foundation mm-hmm. from mama and grandmama and all of this stuff, you know. But mm. it was funny because one thing that I, I really like, I cracked up at this. He told a story about this party that he went to with, and um, and Gail and Oprah showed up at the party, right? <laughs> and he was talking about how he had just rolled one up, so mm-hmm. so he was smoking. And he said Gail came over and was like, "What's up, Snoop Dogg?" <laughs> and, and you know he's like what's up Gail and he was like I was ready to pass Gail and Oprah the joint mm-hmm. right and he was like but there was too many people around <laughs> too many Hollywood people around so I was like oh I can't and he said so you know I was smoking and Oprah was across the way from me and he was like man I wanted to pass her the joint so bad I know she wanted to hit it <laughs> he said so what I did was I blew up oh I blew the perfect O in the smoke across the room <laughs> at Oprah and it hit her in the head and exploded. <laughs> yes. This dude. And that's, what, that's what he said. This that's what he said. Snoop. And he said that he couldn't pass it a joint, but he sent her a little Uh-oh. smoke signal O. Right. I was weak. I was like, Snoop is a fool. Yeah, that that's was funny. Crazy. That was funny. Yeah, yeah, yay! You guys are listening to the Lounge Talk podcast with your girl Ann Carter, DJ L Boogie. We've got in the building Christopher Terrell and, and Anthony Dean and Deezy. <laughs> and Crafty Man is in the building too. Crafty Man, yeah, yeah.
us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Type in the search Lounge Talk. Yay, yay. Lounge Talk. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. Lounge Talk. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. Lounge Talk. Lounge Talk.